to scare you to sleep. I'm your host, Shelby Scott, and I'm going to read you a scary bedtime story. I only have two things to say before we begin, and that is, at the end of this episode, I'm finally going to be reading all of my Patreon patrons' names so I can catch up. If you don't know, everyone on Patreon, one of the rewards is me reading your name on the show. Some of you who have been listeners for quite a long time probably remember me doing it in the past. I am behind, so... If you're one of the lovely people who have said that you could listen to me read a phone book, (laughs) then this is sort of the same thing. And if you've joined Patreon since October, if you are a new patron since October, then listen for your name. Also, a new Creepypasta bonus episode will be available on Patreon in a couple of days. This one will be the famous Abandoned by Disney story, so look out for that. That one was always one of my favorites. Um, Yeah, and a new YouTube video will be up soon as well, so three things, sorry. Okay, first up this week, we have a story that is sure to have you double-checking that you have shut your closet door tonight. This is by Ben Mayer, and it's called Don't Blink. Hi there, sweetie. Hey, Mom. This thing in my room was not my mother. What What are are you up to? Sleeping? Yeah. It was 2 a.m. I was in my room. I had woken up to the sight of my mother standing at the foot of my bed. Only to the sight, you understand. This was not my mother. How nice. It was standing right up against the foot of my bed, leaning over me slightly. We maintained constant eye contact. Neither of us had yet to blink It knew that I knew. Can't sleep, Mom? That's right, sweetie. Mummy can't sleep anymore. It was smiling. The corners of its mouth tugged up in a grin, too wide to be natural. It spoke cheerfully. We both knew we were playing a game. I spoke slowly. Mom? What are you doing in here? The trick was to see who would blink first. Just watching! The door to my bedroom was directly behind it, just to the left of my walk-in closet. To leave my room, I would have to pass right by it. I had yet to actually see it move, 
save for its eyes, which were open too wide. They followed me eagerly. It's two in the morning, Mom. I tried a smile. Maybe you should go. You're right, sweetie. It is past your bedtime. You should go to sleep. Please, please make it leave. We said nothing for a while. Each of us content in our stalemate. My eyes were burning, but I didn't dare close them. I didn't know what to do. There was no one to scream to. We lived alone, my mother and I, and screaming would mean forfeiting the game. I glanced at my clock. It read 2.01 a.m. Please, Mom. It's so early, I said. Can you please go? It said nothing. Please, Mom. Please go. Please, 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 please. I was screaming now. Please leave me alone. Still, nothing. Then, okay, time for bed. Very carefully, without turning around or breaking eye contact. It reached behind for the closet door, sliding it open soundlessly. When it was fully open, it stepped backwards inside it, settling back until only its smiling face and two wide eyes were visible. Then, Equally as careful, it slid the door shut again. Good night, sweetie. Don't blink. The door clicked shut. I lay there for a long time, quietly dying of terror. My eyes were trained on the small gap left by the closet door watching for movement as I weighed up my chances of running for the door. Paralyzed by my own fear, however, I made no such move. I fought against it for a long while, strained every will and nerve in my body. But it was too much. In the end, I blinked. Next up tonight, we have a story by Stuart Leach. This is The Journal of Ezekiel Hayden.
March 24th, 1812. My name is Ezekiel Harrison Hayden, and I have recently been diagnosed with a sickness. A sickness I fear will take me far before death will. To be restrained to writing my life on paper. Surely, I have already lost myself. I have been told by my doctor this will ease my descent. That I won't just lose all sense of self in one fell swoop but to rely on a simple journal to keep myself, myself. Someone such as I could never keep to such silly activities. In truth, I fully believe even that my doctor does not know what he is speaking of. I'm 36 years of age, and to lose one's memory so early, simply impossible. My job at the law firm won't keep me on anymore, firing me on the lousy grounds of me being a liability. So now, dear book of my memories, it is just you and I and my bottles of scotch until I forget that you even exist, I assume. March 30th, 1812. I know not if it's these walls I've been confined to, or the copious amounts of pills and alcohol swimming through my body, but I swear I've started hallucinating. Just last night as I lie in bed, listening to the dock workers unloading whatever shipments had come in through the day. I heard the floorboards outside of my bedroom creak in such a method that I could not help but believe it to be someone walking outside of my door towards my bedroom. I arose to check out my suspicions and of course Upon checking the hallway to my kitchen, I found nothing that could have been the culprit. I had never once thought that losing myself would cause so much distress mentally. My name is... Uh, my name is Ezekiel Hayden. April 18th. 1812. Earlier today, upon coming home from picking up my necessary medication and alcohol, dear diary, I swore I saw someone in my kitchen window. They were looking right at me. I rushed in to confront my intruder, but yet again was at a loss at finding anyone within the room. As I sat down to pour myself a drink, I realized that the bottle the alcohol was being poured from had not matched the empty bottles on my counter. They were all aged scotch, and 
This was a cheap whiskey. Alas, I will not dwell. As long as this does the trick, I more than certainly will find no trouble in drinking it either way. My name is Ezekiel Hayden. April 23rd, 1812. I had locked myself out today, or so I believed. In a stupor, I walked to the nearest bar as I had no more alcohol in the house, and in honesty, I couldn't remember where the liquor store was. After a few hours of drinking, I returned home and couldn't get my key to work in the door. So I broke the glass to get in. I was nearly immediately greeted by a man holding a rifle, Who are you? hollering at me, questioning why I was breaking into his home and telling me he would kill me if I didn't leave. Needless to say, I, I came to my senses awfully quick and realized that he, in fact, was correct. Returning home, however, I found that my key had no use in the door, as it was ajar. Entering into my kitchen, I heard the footsteps in the hallway again. I called out, asking who was in my house, and instead of receiving an answer, I had a blood-curdling scare. The footsteps, they grew in speed and ferocity coming to my location. I fell to the ground and covered my head with my hands, waiting for the assailant to be on me, but the moment hadn't come. The running stopped, or at least, disappeared. I waited until sunrise to leave the kitchen and write this down. I'm learning that in these moments of extreme, I feel like I'm my complete self again. My name is Ezekiel. And I will prevail. June 5th, 1812. I awoke today covered in blood. My hands and chest were smeared with a dry crimson and dear diary. I cannot even slightly recall why or how it had got there. I racked my brain for hours and could remember nothing. I remember sitting at the bar last night, talking to Clarice, a woman I had grown fond of over the past month, speaking of my illness and how she had lost her brother did the same thing only months prior. She was a writer for the local newspaper. I knew her name had been familiar to me, and upon the realization, we began speaking about her job, when she realized she was meant to write, 
what inspired her. I dared to ask her to dinner a number of times, but I feared making her lose another person to this disease, so I chose to resist my own urges. And now that I stare at myself, covered in a crimson of unknown source, I feel glad that I had never allowed Clarice to get too close to me. After stepping out of the bath, I was even more shocked to see that, although it seemed it had washed off of me, looking in the mirror revealed that no, it had just spread even more. My name is... Oh. My god. According to these pages, my name is... Ezekiel Hayden. What am I becoming? August 1st, 1812? Perhaps. Where am I? Where in the unholy ghost have I been relocated to? On what? otherworldly plane has my body been brought to, for I know that this is not the disease speaking, but the place I find myself in now is not on earth. I awoke and found myself in a small, four-stone-walled room, reminiscent of a jail cell. There was a doorway leading out of the room, but upon investigation I learned that it is pitch black beyond this room. Speaking of which, the only light within this room comes from a hole in the wall close to the size of my torso. Looking through this hole is what confirmed my initial writing today. It seemed from what I could observe was that I was in a castle of sorts, possibly a jail even outlooking what I believe was an ocean. I could not see the waves, as looking down was nothing but black and fog, but I could hear the crashing against the building. Looking up was a pitch black sky, nothing to be seen for as far as my vision could reach. I planned to step into the dark hallway and investigate. Maybe I can find another soul here, who may have some answers to this dilemma. Date unknown. I could not find anyone in the hallway, nor could I find a source of light. I stayed along the wall, looking for even another doorway, but I found nothing of import, only more blackness that consumed me the longer I stayed in it. 
My sanity slipped the longer I remained. So I began to make a mental map of my travel. I have no way of tracking extended periods of time. But I swear, journal, I swear I was out there in the nothingness for two days at least. The waves sound louder than usual now that I've returned to my room. And I think I could finally see a star in the sky. I know not what these changes mean, but I feel some odd fear over the impending changes. Timeless entry number two. It's out there in the darkness, and it's coming closer by the second. I heard it as I awoke. Something was outside of my door. When I looked into the blackness, I swear to you that something was standing just outside of my vision. I felt like prey as my predator stood above me. Yet I had nowhere to run or hide. And it knew that, which is why I believe it didn't attack me. It was playing with me. It wanted me to lose hope, to know that my life was in its hands, and that it, and it alone, was allowing me to live. Upon peering out of the hole, I saw yet another factor that sent a ghostly chill up through my body. I could see the water now. It was black, from, I believe, immensity and enormity. And it was getting closer to my level. The speed at which it was rising and the rate, I know not when or if it will overtake me. There are floors above me. I know not how many or how to reach them, but I fear that soon I may have to find out. Something was written on this page, but it was so illegible that it looks like scribbles. My final entry. Dear Journal, I awoke today to the water in my room now. It's up to my calves already, and I presume it will take this floor so soon. I plan to venture into the dark and either find a new floor or to drown in the rising tides or even to be taken by whatever entity has been stalking me for this indiscriminate amount of time. At least I get to decide how I depart the mortal plane with my own sound mind to make these final decisions. My name is Ezekiel Harrison Hayden. And I hope someday that someone reads these words and takes them for more than the ramblings of a madman. On January 26th, 2021, the journal containing these pages was found by a group of cataphiles. 
exploring a cave close to Yama Pekel, or Hell Cave, in Slovenia. Aside from being dirty and a bit of aging on the papers, the book seemed to be in near-perfect condition. Upon investigation into the original author's writings, we were able to find a couple of odd discrepancies. The only thing we could find about an Ezekiel Hayden was one in 1812 that police were looking for as a prime suspect in the murder of one Clarice Joanna Thomason. According to the police reports, Clarice was found in her bedroom, her head removed, and her body drained of all blood. Odd shapes had been drawn on her walls, and in the living room, there was a note. It read, He'll never know. I made him do it. And last up this week is a story by Anthony called Family. So nervous, I thought to myself as I drove. So I turned the radio on to keep my mind off of having dinner with my girlfriend Kayla and her parents. As I pull into the driveway, Kayla runs outside to greet me. I take the keys out of the ignition and get out of the car, shutting the car door behind me. I hug and kiss her cheek. You okay, babe? She asked me. I told her that I was really nervous to meet her parents. As we walk up to the door, her parents open the door smiling weirdly at me, like they're animatronics or robots. They walk past me, heading to their car. Kayla kisses my cheek and walks to the car and opens the back door. Kayla's dad looks at me. Make yourself at home. We need to go to the store to grab some things for dinner. As they pull out of the driveway, I walked in and closed the door behind me. It was warm and cozy. As I walked in, I looked at the family pictures on the walls, making my way to the couch. I grabbed the remote and turned on the TV. They had a Roku TV, so I decided to watch some YouTube. I was watching scary video compilations. I watched about three videos when... I heard the car pull up in the driveway. I looked out the window to see if it was them. They had wine and a couple bags of groceries. I stood up and walked to the kitchen table and sat down with Kayla and her dad. Kayla's mom starts to cook up some veggies, boiling them in a pan. So, what's for dinner? I asked. (laughs) It's a surprise, Kayla said, smiling. I smile back. Uh, where's the bathroom, babe? She points upstairs. Upstairs, to the right, at the top of the stairs. I walk up the stairs. The second floor of the house looks very different from the first floor. The first floor is nice and expensive looking. Marble counters, nice carpet, leather couch, Roku TV. The second floor is run down 
and almost looks like an old basement. The doors are old and the ceiling is cracked and hanging piece by piece in certain areas. And the paint on the walls is either cracked or just gone. I decided that I'm going to go to the bathroom and get the hell back downstairs. As I'm going to the bathroom, I hear a loud thud. As soon as I hear the thud, I end up making a mess all over the toilet. I grunted and cleaned up the mess. I slowly open the door, and I hear the thud again, but louder. Babe? Are you alright up there? My girlfriend calls up to me from the bottom of the stairs. Uh, yes, babe, I'm, I'm fine. What was that thud? I said hesitantly. Just my mom finishing up dinner. She said. Hurry up! She goes back to the dining room. And I look down the stairs to see if she's gone. Which she is. So I go investigate what the loud thud was, praying to myself that the floor doesn't creak or make any noises. I walk over to one of the doors closest to me. And I open it. What I saw was something from a made-up horror movie or a nightmare. There were three skulls sitting on a shelf and a bucket full of blood and another bucket with what smells like bleach. I got down on my knees feeling sick and throw my guts up. As soon as I finish puking, all I hear is a voice saying, I'm so hungry. In the distance, almost kind of like a moan or groan, the voice says it again. I'm so hungry. And I quietly close the door shut. Then, the door behind me slowly creaks open. I turn around. There stood an older woman smiling at me, just like Kayla's parents did earlier that night. And in a flash, she bolts at me. What are you doing up here? The woman screams at me in a terrifying shriek. Footsteps sound up the stairs, and the old woman disappears. Babe, what's taking so long? Says Kayla. I walk down the stairs toward her. I, w- I was just washing my hands for dinner. I say hesitantly. I smile at her. Let's go eat. We get to the dining room and sit down at the table. I ask Kayla's mom, what's for dinner? And she gives the same response as before. The ceiling starts creaking and I see the old woman from earlier start walking down the stairs. I start to panic. Sweat drips down the side of my face. The old woman gives me that familiar smile and introduces herself to me, then sits at the table. Kayla's mom starts heading over and sets the table, bringing the bread and the veggies she cooked. I realize now that the older woman must be Kayla's grandma. Kayla's grandma looks at her mom and says, So, hun, what's for dinner? She smiles, devilishly. (laughs) Him!
Thanks for listening. I'm not going to take up too much of your time because we have some names to read. If oh, Thank you to all of my authors. Thank you so much for submitting your stories. I hope you enjoyed what I did with them. Um, again, Patreon. Um, I'm going to be reading the names after I do this little outro. Um, Creepypasta will be available in a couple days. Uh, and uh, ad-free episodes will also be there. So, um, join the, you can follow the show on Twitter, Tumblr. Nope, not Tumblr. Sorry. Um, or it might still be there. I don't know. I don't check it. Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, and Facebook all at scare you to sleep. There's a Facebook group. And if you ask to join, just answer podcast podcast to make it easy on yourself. Um, it's a fun group. It's been really fun lately. You guys have been great and I haven't had too many issues. I had one issue last week, but that is dealt with. So, um, it's been easy to manage. Um, yeah. And, uh, let's see what else I can't think of. I don't think I have many announcements coming up. I have some, it's one of those times where I have some stuff brewing that I will potentially have as announcements soon. I would like to have a new video up for you soon. Thank you again so much for the love on YouTube. Thank you so much. Um, what else? Uh, I think that's it. Yeah, I'm not going to keep you too long. My week was full of doctor's visits. Um, <laughs> so it wasn't super fun. Um, and what else? I didn't, I didn't bake this week um, at all. I cooked a lot this week. I made the most excellent tacos yesterday. Um, they were amazing. They were so good. But other than that, uh, I didn't do any baking. I would like to make a coconut cake this weekend, the one I talked about before. I want to remake that. It was so fucking good. Okay, uh, that's it. We're going to get to the name soon. But for those of you who are probably going to take off before those, thank you for listening. Go drink your water. Go get some sleep and sweet dreams. And for the rest of you who have stuck around, I assume you're all Patreon patrons, or you just like listening to me read names. Maybe that's your thing. I don't judge. So here we go, starting with Kira, Mel Light, John Yeagerline. Oh god, you know what? When I used to do this, and I only had a few at a time, I would take the time to Google all your names to make sure I was saying them correctly, and I didn't do that this time. That's my bad. That's on me. Heath Polk. Thank you so much, Heath. Heath has been a longtime supporter of the show, interacts with me a lot on Twitter. I appreciate it. Barb Slansky, Eric Ringer, Emilisa Vipersnout, another person I recognize from Twitter. Thank you so much. AJ Smith, Sharon Riley, Andrew Bell, Sabrina Dorman, Starlos, Rachel Diane, Shyla, Alex Rivas, Lisa Burns, Olive Hughes, Camel Pope, Mama Lauren Goad, Toby, Maduri Single, Brian J. Cummings, Zoe Pritchett, Caitlin Barrington. Hold on, I need a drink of water. <laughs> I take my own advice. I have water right here. James Lowe, Rob Weeks, Adriana Rodriguez, Amy Walraven, RJL, Jennifer. Mitch Garrett's, who um, I still fangirl whenever I see your name here on my Patreon. Mitch is a fantastic artist, and that is not me just being like, oh, he's real good at drawing, you guys. No, Mitch is a famous artist. Go check out Mitch's work. That's Mitch Garrett's. Uh, you'll find him if you just type him into Google. Logan C Mag one three one one oh thirteen eleven, I believe, not three one three one one. Corey Tillman, Amy, Alyssa Lindler, Phi Jinda Sharif. I hope I said that 
Wright, Marisa S, Kendall Villarreal. Kendall, I just sent you a letter. I think I sent you your sticker. I think I sent him a bunch of these stickers recently, but Kendall, your name stuck out to me for some reason. <laughs> Jenny Campbell. Um, next page. There are three pages of this, by the way. So if you're still here, thank you. Uh, Marin Duckworth, Kayla Blanchard, Alana Trimiar, Tremiar, Trimiar. Uh, yeah. Jose Chavez, Alexandra Fiola, Natalie, Jessica Curry, Nora Rubinowski, M, Megan Conkling, Lauren KJ, Lauren Thompson, Abdullah Al Sultan. Please, I'm so sorry if I just butchered that. Um, Justin Montgomery, Jessica, Taylor Palmer, Aicha Altmain. I probably did that so wrong. Oh, Jesus Christ. I am so sorry. Wendy Gonier. Wendy, I've talked to you several times online, and I am so sorry. I know I just butchered that name. This is a lot of me apologizing. So if you have a thing for, like, podcasters apologizing to you, then this is also for you. Um, Alexi, Kung Pao Wio, Dragon Rider, uh, Malishka, Malishka, is there an L there? Um, Jensa, Jen... It's Jensen. It's it's Jensen. I don't know where I got that. Samantha Guerra Brown, Legacy Way, Miranda, Megsby, Brianna, Chelsea, Tia Thompson, Cheryl Plath Ridenor, Nikki Trammell, Nick, Azra, Courtney, Mike Coffey. I'm recognizing a lot of these names from interacting with you all online and on Twitter or Facebook. I don't do Instagram very much. But um, this is great. Thank you so much. Uh, Citizen Trent, Tommy B, Daniel Moreno, Campbell O'Hare, Kate Brune, Crystal Chenault, Simone Cox. Hi, Simone. Jessica Lonke, Lakin Laney, Corey Gomez, Chan Hi- Chad-, <laughs> Chad Heinrichs, and Emily Tripodi. Tripodi? Tripodi? It might have cut off your name, actually, right here. So, Emily, I apologize. See, I said your name again because I think I got your last name wrong. Kira Norman. Next page. This is the last page. Here we go. Barbara Daniels. David Henderson. V. It's like a bunch of V's. It's, it's V, E, a bunch of E's. Um, Jessica Stoiko. Gabby Waterman. Victoria. Clarence Phils. Cameo Hoffman, K-pop, just K-pop, all of K-pop. Uh, Blade Powell, Miranda M. Um, Amundsen, <laughs> Anthony Ralphs, Ryan James Herndon, Nikki Guy, Elizabeth Stapleton, Chris Hernandez, Isabel Vaintrub, Vaintrub, Avi Chapman, Amanda Bigelow. This is Shepard, Shepard, but it's like it's all together. Um, you know who you are, I bet. Obsidian Libra. Heg. Heg. <laughs> Heggy. H-E-G-E. I think your first name, I'm not going to say it because you don't have it here. So um, I see it in your email, but I'm not going to say it because I don't know if you want me to say your last name. Sorry, I know I got that wrong. A.V. Sterling. Lyra. Darling Vasquez. Harley. Ellie Taylor. Oni. 
Kylie Sutherland, Lene or Lanai. I'm sorry. Anna Lagerquist. Log is that a V? Anna. It's Anna, I bet. And I is that a V after the Q? Because Anna Lagerquist? Okay. Brat Queen. <laughs> Naturally Nikki. By the way, this is not anything about your names. All of your names are beautiful. And this is just a reflection on my poor pronunciation and lack of um, knowledge about all these names. So I apologize. Uh, we're, we're naturally Nikki, Felicia Lillian, Andreni, Andreen, Allison, Allison Jessing. I'm getting the ones that I even know wrong now. Um, Rebecca Jackson. William Follow. Thank you. William just sent in a story not too long ago. It was fantastic. Uh, thank you, William. Rebecca Hopper. Amanda Marie. Deidre Cooley. That's a neat name. If I said it right. Um, it might be Diadra. Deidre. Cool either way. Caitlin Wild. Michelle Caldwell. Thea Butler. Power with a zero. Kat Doick. Cat, I have seen your name so many times. I, we've interacted definitely on some one of the sites. And that is how your name always says itself in my brain. And I'm sorry if it's not Doak. It might be Doak. So sorry, Cat. <laughs> Please forgive me. Uh, Rebecca. Gabe Ramiro. Kane McCoy. And last but definitely not least, Lisa D'Amico. <sighs> I got him. I got him all. Now, from now on, don't worry, this will all be uh, in shorter bursts. This was the big long burst. It'll be in shorter bursts in the future. So, yeah, thanks so much for listening. Till If you've listened till now, um, and if you have, again, you're probably on Patreon, and I literally cannot thank you. I'm gesturing with my ADHD medication, so that's what you hear. Uh, I cannot thank you enough. You've seriously made my life so much easier. And I hope that I am providing you with enough content. I really try. And yeah, I'm more is coming. And those of you in the five and ten dollar tier, there was a special post just for you talking about the things that are coming up that will be specifically for the five and ten dollar tiers. At until now, everything's been available for the one dollar tier, which is fine. I love you all, but I feel like my five and ten dollar people, you know, we need something fun and extra. So, uh, since you give me a little extra support monetarily. So for those of you who are listening, who are $1 people and are like, what, what is happening? What, what's the extra stuff going to be? Well, it's going to be a series on authors, especially mysterious ones. A lot of horror authors have mysterious origins or ends. Yeah. So we're going to talk about some mysterious authors. Also, so it's going to get a little true crimey, sort of a little more biographical for a few episodes, uh, for a few of those special episodes for five and ten dollar tiers. Also, we're planning a sleepover. Well, sort of. It's a movie night. I really want to plan a movie night where we all pick a time. We watch a movie. Obviously, I will not be able to accommodate everyone. Um, I am on Pacific Standard Time and I'm willing to adjust to whatever is the most of where most of you are, but I, I, I'm not going to be able to hit everybody. I'm so sorry. Um, I'll try to find a way to maybe see if you could rewatch it. I don't know if you'd want to. 
and then we'll pick a movie. So that's going to be fun. We just got the ball rolling on that and everybody seemed real on board for a movie night. So yay. Um, okay. This has gone on long enough. I love you all. And once again, drink your water, go get some sleep and sweet dreams.